Good morning. This is Kevin with Titus Ministries. It's been a while since the last podcast, but I am not done. And actually, just been really busy with Bible study. Of course, we had Christmas, New Year's, and all that stuff. Hopefully, you guys had a big Christmas. You know, hopefully, you didn't let your governor, whoever that is, or, you know, political, you know, dirtbag, you know, to be very kind, uh, keep you from your family. Uh, spending time with family is so important, so important through all of this and, and be close with one another. But Bible study has been going really well. We went through the books of 1st and 2nd Thessalonians and then we looked at 1st John for kind of the Christmas special. Usually people will look at Luke 2 and, th- and that is known as the Christmas story. You know, that's Jesus in the manger as a baby. But we looked at John 1, which is an amazing chapter, incredible chapter, especially the first, I don't know, 30 verses or so of John 1. You know, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Uh, incredible. Just really cool to see how Jesus really came to earth. You know, it wasn't just a baby. You know, Jesus is God that came to earth to save us from our sins, which is just really incredible. That's amazing love. Amazing love. How can it be that you, my King, would die for me? Incredible. So we looked at John 1, where Jesus was manifest in the flesh, lived among us. We beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And and so, so cool, so cool. John 1 really... It kind of rounds out the Christmas story. It's sort of the other half of it. Uh, but what I want to mention today, just real briefly, mainly I just want to say hello, but we're starting into the book of Galatians. And I wanted to look at Galatians and because of its simplicity and because of its importance. You know, it's the only you know letter or epistle book in the New Testament where there's, there's kind of a, an angry theme, you know. If you read 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, Paul's praising this church. He's like, oh, you guys are awesome. You are great. I love you. We are so grateful for you. We praise the Lord for you always. And it's it's just a rejoicing letter. It's a happy letter. Then you read Galatians, and, and right away, I marvel that you are so soon removed from the gospel which, which we gave you unto another gospel. And then chapter 3, he starts off, Oh foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? You know, why? Because when he's writing to the Thessalonians, first of all, it was for praise, and then also it was some gentle correction for their understanding, their eschatological understanding of end times and rapture and, and stuff like that. And, you know, it's not a salvation issue of when you think the rapture is going to happen. You know, of when the tribulation's going to happen. It's not salvation issues. It's stuff we should study. But when Paul's writing to the churches in Galatia, it's it's a salvation issue. It's like if you leave the gospel of Jesus Christ that is specifically uh, uh, our salvation comes from grace through faith, if you leave that in any way or if you add anything to it, you no longer have the gospel of Jesus Christ. You have some some aberrations, some abomination, and you're lost. And that's why Paul says in, in verse 8, though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you 
than that which we have preached to you, let him be accursed. And the word accursed is anathema. Paul's basically saying they can go to hell. You know, if anybody gives you any other gospel, they can go to hell. They can be damned. Let them be damned. Oh, but don't judge people, right? No, I mean, that's how serious it is. How I mean, it's more than life or death. This is everything. This is the essence of life is, is our salvation. You cannot add anything to the finished work of Christ on the cross. Nothing. All of the Old Testament rituals and ceremonies and and those 613 laws, it's all gone. Totally gone. Except the moral law of the Ten Commandments. Except for that. But all the civil law, you know, all the food, the dietary restrictions, all the feasts and and holidays and and everything dealing with the, the temple, tabernacle, all of that, priests and stuff, that's all gone. Because we have a high priest, Jesus Christ. Okay, he is our great profession that has passed into the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God. But all of those Old Testament ceremonies and rites and all that is gone. Jesus fulfilled the law. So our relationship with him is not through a law. It is through faith. And by the way, salvation has always been by faith. You go back to Abraham, Genesis 15, 6. He believed the God and the Lord credited to him for righteousness. Okay, so always, that was like 20 years, I think, before Abraham was circumcised or before the, the law, you know, long before all the law was given to Moses, you know, all of that. So it's always been by faith. And, and Paul writes about that in, in Romans and uh, especially in Galatians. And it's just something that people have a hard time with because they say, well, I want to earn my way to, to, or I want to do something. Or it's like, how could Jesus have done it all? You mean I do nothing? I contribute nothing to it? No, that's exactly it. Christianity is the only, you know, quote unquote religion that is not focused on yourself. Think about it. All of them, all of the false religions out there say, I do this and then I get favor. Christianity says, uh, God loves you so much. He sent his son to die for you and to take your place and the work is finished. It is done. It's completely done. That's not a license to sin. Paul tells us in Romans 6, it's a license to serve God. We are either a servant of sin or a servant of God. That's it. The only two pathways. That's all there is. So now that Christ has set us free from the bondage of the law, from the bondage of sin, we are free to serve Him. And that's a beautiful, amazing thing. And that's what we're going to be looking at in the next few weeks in the book of Galatians. Please read through it. It's only six chapters. It's real short, real quick read. Quick read. I think I read through it uh, five times this past week in five different translations just to, to really grasp it. And I'm a King James guy, but uh, sometimes it's, it's good to read other translations and you can just see where differences are or, or see where maybe something is translated differently, differently. And you're like, oh, okay, that helps. that helps round out my understanding of that passage or verse. But... Galatians is a great, hard-hitting book and deals with salvation and and what an important issue that is that you you can't compromise on. And another point that Paul says in Galatians, in the first chapter, he says, do I seek to please men or Christ? 
if I seek to please men, then I am no longer the servant of Christ. Uh, I think that's accurate. But, but think about that. It's in the first chapter, and that's incredible. I wish our pastors had read that verse, that are all seeking to please men instead of Christ right now. They're all seeking approval of, of people. And it's so sinful. It's so wrong. We should seek to please Christ, okay, to please God by obeying Him, by following Him. Not by obeying ridiculous, stupid, you know, orders and, and shutting down, shutting, I just can't believe it, shutting down, down God's church in the name of pleasing people. It's just mind-boggling. It's insane. But what Paul's saying there is like, hey, if I'm, if my primary motivation is to please other people, I'm not the servant of Christ. So what does that make our pastors that have shut down their churches? that have given wishy-washy nonsense, or even that enforce masks or socialist distancing or any of that. They're not serving God. They are not servants of the Most High. Uh, Incredible, really incredible. Please read through Galatians. I'd love to have you guys at our next Bible study. We'll be at the same place in Laguna Niguel this coming Sunday. And just gather in fellowship like the church was designed to do. and study the Bible, read exactly what God's Word says, and and that's it. Hope you guys have a wonderful week. God bless you.